Good morning. Listen to Mark and Neanderthal when you get to work with the free KSLX app. 100.7 KSLX. Corona, coronavirus, worse than music from Billy Ray Cyrus. Here's the great news. Uh, we can also tease the fact that soon, very soon down the line, the coronavirus update with jokes will go away. So you're welcome. Will it? Maybe. Wait till you hear the first story. Uh-oh. You know what that means. What? We should probably just give you the coronavirus update. With jokes. France is locking down again. Oh, no. Third time. Yeah. Gatherings inside (laughs) and out are banned. Wait, are you saying France has surrendered to the virus? No, they're fighting it. Oh, wow, that's the first time Uh. France has ever fought anything. (laughs) Hey-oh. France slam. And uh, not only are (laughs) gatherings inside and out banned, schools are closed through the end of April. It's the variants, man. It's the variants. Uh, What about French fries? Can we still eat those? Variants, man. Oh, boy. All right. Hey, do you know I just hired a maid who's an anti-vaxxer? I did not know you just hired a maid who's an anti-vaxxer. Yeah. Her name is Mrs. Doubt Pfizer. <laughs> oh, I wish. <laughs> so, <laughs> Pfizer, which I think is the vaccine that you have your first shot, right? Have you? Had, when do you get your second shot? Uh, that'll be a week from Saturday. Uh, Pfizer is coursing through my veins, yes. Right. So understand this. Uh, Mark has Pfizer. I have Moderna. We'll see which one is better by which one of us dies by the end of the year. Correct. Yeah, that's how, that's how you know. Yep, you, got, sure you, really you got your first yesterday. I did get my first yesterday. I got the Moderna. So Pfizer says its coronavirus vaccine's protection lasts at least six months, which is... Longer than the 90 days that the best estimate says. So it lasts at least six months. All right. You might need to get a booster after six months, but they don't know that yet. It lasts at least six months. Gotcha. So that's great news if you happen to have uh, taken the Pfizer vaccine. Hey, Mark, what do you get when you mix human DNA and goat DNA? What do you get when you mix human DNA and goat DNA? Kicked out of the zoo. (laughs) (laughs) I thought it was, you have your research grant revoked. (laughs) All right. The Diamondbacks home opener is coming up on April 9th. Uh, What does that have to do with coronavirus, etc.? Well... Since we are hopefully on the downslide here, at least here in Arizona, yeah, not, at least not in here France, in Arizona. But here in Arizona. No, uh, they have expanded capacity in the stadium for the home opener. Actually, for all the home games, those tickets will go on sale tomorrow at nine o'clock in the morning at dbacks.com/tickets. Alrighty. Hey, what's the difference between a musician and a pizza? <laughs> oh no, really? <laughs> <laughs> What's the difference between a musician and a pizza? Well, a pizza can feed a family of four. There you go. <laughs> and there you go. That's your Mark and Neanderthal coronavirus update with jokes. Here's what I learned yesterday. We were talking. I, you know, I never thought too much about the Suez Canal. But when this whole thing started, I assumed there was two-way traffic in the canal. (laughs) Like, like simultaneous two-way traffic where there would be, you know, a ship heading north as a ship came by it heading south. And there was a, you know, some sort of median in the middle. 
Not with people standing on it waiting to cross. Yes, but, exactly. But, <laughs> like Frogger. Not, not with a crosswalk, but I, I assume that, and I, I was wrong about that. It's really just one-way traffic or at least one way at a time. I think traffic. it might have been originally. I think it was it was capable of taking two-way traffic. But when you look at the size of super tankers now, because that's really what goes through those things, is well, these that, massive, massive tankers. That's, as we said, the ship was as long as the Empire State Building is tall. Yeah, it, it was a massive, yeah. massive ship. And and I, I think when the Suez Canal, I think it was open in like the 30s, right? Uh, it so, goes back even further than yeah, that. Yeah, all right. So that so that so when that canal was, was built, there was no anticipating how big ships would be. So I'm, I'm guessing at some point it was two-way traffic, at, you know, but now yeah. I think it's one in, one out. You know, that I, kind I, of deal. One north, one south, one north, one south. And I think that that's how that works. And if you look at an aerial shot of it, there are several opportunities to sort of dredge out a second lane, if you will. But I, right. I think it's, you know, with all respect intended, cost prohibitive, if you will. I'm just thinking of the canal widening project. Go slowly. Yes, exactly. You know, yeah. to, you know yeah, sail you think, slowly. Workers on duty. That sort of thing. Yeah, you think I, that 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 tra- that uh, construction project on. Uh, on Arizona or on Alma School or yeah. whatever, you know, everything that's going on in the rebuilding of downtown Mesa, bringing the light rail in. If you think that's taking a long time. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I just I, I, I want to know things now about the, the Suez Canal. Is there a runaway ship ramp? Oh, well, apparently is, not. Is there a, a where you can pull off for the scenic overlook? Yes. <laughs> Last gas. <laughs> yeah. I like, like I said, I was fully expecting there to be a median in the middle. Not necessarily a left-hand turning lane, but yeah. some sort of barrier. And then that separated the two-way traffic. But I, I was wrong about that. And I think it opened like in the 1800s, like late 1800s. Okay, so yeah, yeah. at that Again, point in time, it was probably smaller ships. Yeah. I mean, I mean you look at it, that the size of it now versus... Versus what it was then. I mean, look, at some point, somebody's going to if this isn't the catalyst for somebody to go, you know, we should probably probably dig a second lane here. Yeah, maybe so. Yes. Yeah. I mean, now, yes. if, if not now, when? Yep. yep. Get, <laughs> a dot, get a dot in there. Start working. Yes, on exactly. It, right? That's exactly who you want to get in there. A dot. Yes. <laughs> Those guys are very so- efficient. <laughs> Hey everybody, this is Essie, and it's time for Time Out for Spanish. As a public service, and in order to recognize the cultural diversity for which Arizona is known, Mark and Neanderthal are taking Time Out for Spanish. We've got Mike from Mesa on the phone with us trying to win, among other things, a $25 gift card for Port of Subs, your neighborhood sandwich shop. Mike, here's the deal. We give you a Spanish phrase, and then you have to translate it. But we do give you three choices in English. Are you ready to do this? Yeah. Mike, this has become a very popular category. People are now emailing me their favorite Spanish Yo Mama jokes. Ooh. So oh, God. we're going back into the category of Yo Mama Spanish phrases. Take a listen to this. Yo Mama es tan gorda que Dora ni siquiera puede explorarla. Did you hear that? Uh, could you play it again? Sure can. Yo mamá es tan gorda que Dora ni siquiera puede explorarla. All right, that does translate into one of the following. Is it A, your mama's so fat when she got on the scale, it said, I need your weight, not your phone number. <laughs> <laughs> B, your mama's so fat that when she went to the beach, a whale swam up to her and sang, We are family. 
even though you're fatter than me. Oh, boy. <laughs> oh, man. Or C, your mom is so fat that Dora can't even explore. <laughs> C. It is C. C. Your Spanish is fantastic. Nice. <laughs> Oh, that's great. Hang on, Mike. Oh, right on. Time out for Spanish. Weekday mornings with Mark and Neanderthal. We are both on the way to total vaccination. Yeah, I got my, uh, I got finally after... And here's the thing. No thanks. First. Yeah. No thanks to the state of Arizona. To be honest with you, I tried doing that pod vaccine thing and trying to trying to get my. Now, obviously, my schedule is a little bit more limited than than some other people because I can't get them and, at night. And with everybody being able to do it now, they're right. they're kind of overwhelmed with that. You know, they're when I went, it was the state that did it. Completely efficient. Yes. Well, but but you got to go again. You were one of those guys that got to go one of the first several first waves, as opposed to well, for me, like like a couple of weeks ago, they opened it up to everybody. Yeah, I wasn't fifty five plus. You are, and so once they went from fifty five, uh, uh, you know, and under wide open, it got really really clogged. So it was real difficult to me to do it. But thankfully, yeah. uh, we have a listener named Doctor Jessica, Doctor Jessica Blanco. Who is in uh, Chandler? Oh, Jessica Des- White. Yes, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Jessica Blanco. Yes, Jessica Blanco. Yes. Uh, doctor, I, we just know her as Doctor Jessica. She's a big listener of the program, and uh, she's over at Desert Foothills Family Medical, and uh, they had an opening. They apparently now some of these like 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 family practitioners are starting to get the vaccine. Yes, and so Doctor Jessica said, "Hey, you know, I'm going to start administering the vaccine. Give me a call, and we'll get you on the list." So they, I called, and they were going to put me on Friday. And then they bumped me to next Friday. And then they called me yesterday at like 11 o'clock and said, can you come in today? And here's why. You know how we were talking about people going to Walgreens and stuff and hovering around for people that don't show up for their appointment. As it turns out, they only had X amount of vaccinations, vaccine appointments. And once they cracked the case, they only last for 12 hours. Yeah. And, and here's and, and so they know because you made all the appointments at one place, they knew that you, they know you're not going to be in a week right. from Friday or whatever. So, right. Uh, you know, just a note here. If you have made an appointment somewhere like, you know, Phoenix Municipal State, Stadium, uh, the Dexcom facility, whatever right. it is, and then you find another one earlier somewhere else, make sure you cancel that second appointment. Otherwise, they won't know, and that could go to waste. Right, and that's uh, that's what happened. It's like she's, so she's only, like, and this is what I'm guessing a lot of family practitioners are doing, because they, she only got 100 doses, so they're doing it in increments of 10 or 20, mm-hmm. and they're trying to fill their appointment uh, list. So again, as Mark said, to reiterate, if you, if you have an appointment, Either keep the appointment or if you find another appointment, please call the people that you're doing it with because that vaccine dose will go to waste if they've got it earmarked for you and you don't show up. Yeah. And again, one of the most common side effects uh, is the involuntary jazz hands. Haven't experienced it yet. No? But that that okay, might good. be a Pfizer good. thing versus uh, a Moderna thing. Possibly. Yeah. Because yeah. I got the Moderna vaccine. Uh, and the great thing about it is I'm now 70% immune from vampires and my Wi-Fi at home is fantastic. That is awesome. Not sure you knew that. <laughs> and But the, there is some negative. There is a negative side effect that you yeah. should probably be aware of, and that is the transponder from the government <laughs> has an 18-month lifespan. So if you have any nefarious activities that you have planned in the future, you're going to have to postpone them. Yeah. At yeah. least 18 months so the government can't track. Joking aside, uh, all I've dealt with was a little bit of a headache. 
Okay, for, good. For first dose, but that's they good. say, but they say the second, second dose, the second dose yeah. is the one that's supposed to knock you down a little bit. So, so. Uh, be prepared accordingly for that. Listen, if you're an anti-vaxer, you know, whatever, yeah, do do whatever, do your thing. Yeah, we're we're vaxers. I I would yeah. I'd rather hear from anti-waxers. Which right, is that that group, no. of, that group of female porn stars no. from the seventies. No, no, stay away uh, from that. But anyway, no, you got to break out the weed whacker for that. Come on. So now. it is. The struggle is real. Mm-hmm. We're into the 90s for a few days. Today is, today is the April 1st. It's April Fool's Day. It is the opening day of the baseball season for all the teams. Yep. Uh, we should also mention we are right in the middle of wildfire awareness week here in Arizona. So I guess we should we should do our, our duty here. And we'll be riding wild. And, uh, you know, make you aware some of the things regarding the song Wildfire. Yeah, absolutely. We should absolutely keep you up to date on what's going on there. The song was released in 1975, written and sung by Michael Murphy, later known as Michael Martin Murphy, so you're aware of that now. It's a number one record, uh, and it knocked out the Captain and Tennille's Love Will Keep Us Together from the number one position on the chart, so you're aware of that now. Yep. Wildfire was the only hit song that year to have the term Hoot Owl in the lyrics. Yep. And uh, Michael Martin Murphy is the founder of Westfest, which is a a conservation festival uh, dedicated to preserving the traditions yeah. of the American West. It's Wildfire Awareness Week. And we so thought we, making you aware of Wildfire would pass along some of those Paul, things yeah, to yeah, you. Paul, but, yeah, um, yeah, that's that's not what this is about. What's what Wild, Wildfire Awareness Week is about promoting awareness and safety for Arizonans about wildfires. You know, see, here's why I'm confused. Actual wildfires, oh, not the song. That's very oh. confusing to me because I did see we have a TV here in the studio and they had a reporter on television talking about Wildfire Awareness Week and they never showed us a picture of one. So, so you I can understand my confusion. I did yeah. too. Yeah. No, no, no. It's promoting responsible fire management. Okay, I, I see, got they, this now. You'd think they would have shown us a picture of what a wildfire looks like so we could identify one if we see it. All right, so here's a couple of tips then. All right? All right, Um, right, sure. Make sure that matches and cigarettes are out cold before you walk away from them. Same thing with your campfire if you're camping. Never throw a lit cigarette out the window Mm -hmm. while you're driving down the road. Uh, Protect your property. Be firewise by eliminating the combustible material and vegetation within 100 feet of your house. Don't touch wildfire. It's very hot. Exactly. And they also say ensure that uh, trailer chains do not drag from your vehicle. So do not drag chains unless, of course, you're a member of a gang in the movie The Warriors. Right. All right. So now you're more aware of both the song Wildfires and Actual wildfires. It is Wildfire Awareness Week, after all. And they really didn't tell us which one it was. All right, so. so we covered all the bases. Thank you, Guido, for that's, that correction. That's where yeah. your mind went. Huh? All right, yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, it's a classic, after all. Yeah. Mark will try to think of an excuse for why this guy behaved this way. Or woman, I don't want to be a sexist pig. It's time for the Mark and Ian Paul Dumbass of the Day. We're in Boston. Oh, Boston. Yeah. Tewksbury. Tewksbury. Yeah, Tewksbury. 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 My uncle is a uh, is a prominent politician in Tewksbury. Is he really? Yes, he is. Listen, dog catcher is not that prominent. No, he's not a dog catcher. <laughs> I don't even know if they have a dog catcher in Tewksbury. <laughs> I have several cousins that live in Tewksbury. Please let this be one of them. I doubt it. Okay. All right. Well, no, possible. Yeah. It's at the Back Bay train station that it happened. And that is where 44-year-old Jason Ventileri 
was uh, hanging around this past Thursday. Not my cousin. No relation. Sorry about that. My uh, cousin from Boston. From Boston. The train station has a setup where people can bicycle to the station and then, of course, lock their bikes up, hop on the train, commute where they need to. Yeah, the back bay is in downtown Boston. So that is where Jason was hanging out, but not because he was going to take a train. He was going to try and steal somebody's bicycle. Some oh, random poor jerk commuter. Son of a... In fact, he did steal a bicycle. That's not my cousin. Jason then went riding around, enjoying the day, running the errands he needed to run, sure. going where he needed to go. Not worrying about somebody stealing his already stolen bicycle. Right. It would be a twice stolen bicycle. That's really rude. So a while later, Jason was still pedaling around. He got curious when he saw a cop car pulled over Uh-oh. with its lights flashing and officers talking to a guy who seemed a little upset. So Jason pedaled by very, very slowly to kind of get a look at what was going on. And mm-hmm. that's when the guy who seemed upset saw Jason and the bicycle that Jason was on and said to police, hey, that's my bicycle. Hey, that's my bike. <laughs> so I want my bicycle back. One of the officers took off on foot. He was able to chase Jason down because, you know, it takes you a minute to get the steam going when you're on a bicycle. Well, he slowed obviously down. obviously didn't have it in the right gear at yeah. the time. Um, yeah, Dummy. if he had it in the high gear, uh, yeah, it would have been, been fine. too tough yeah, to push around. If he knew how to run the gears in a bike, he'd be gone. So seems uh, Jason lost track of exactly where he was because he was coming from a different direction than earlier. Uh-oh. And uh, accidentally returned to the scene of the crime at the exact wrong moment. I'm looking for my bike. <laughs> now Jason is being held. So he is the Mark and Neanderthal dumbass of the day. You know what? I think that was a beautiful story you just told. All right. for the Bostonians. You know, you're welcome. The Dumbass of the Day was sponsored by Harley-Davidson. In fact, I should specify Roadrunner Harley-Davidson, the newest Harley-Davidson dealership in the Valley, now open at 159th Avenue and McDowell Road in Goodyear. So... There's a guy who's had his vehicular mishaps in the past, <laughs> Billy Joel. Yes, he has. Several of them. Yeah. But uh, we've generally known the cause of each one of those. It was, uh, you know, he was overserved. Uh, now, and he has uh, less than stellar driving skills to begin with. Yeah. So Tiger Woods, they've finished the investigation, but they won't say what the cause of his accident was, which was back on February 23rd. It's over a month ago now. They say they have to get permission from him before they'll let anybody know what's the cause that and to me that, sounds like he had like a seizure or something like that. Uh, maybe if it's it, a medical thing, they yeah. have to get. I, it's I mean, weird it's weird because he he. Listen, I think it's it's pretty safe to say when there are no skid marks, no evasive maneuvers taken at all. It was just he just went straight across and never never hit his brakes. He was probably unconscious. Now, but but keep in mind when this originally happened, they said that that stretch of land, that stretch of roadway there, uh, is a well known accident site. So, if there was something environmental or or um, logistical from an infrastructure standpoint that causes that, a that would be public knowledge. It should be public knowledge. Yeah. And B, they should do whatever they need to do to correct that if it's become an incident. Yeah. You know, a situation where that happens inordinately. Um, I've never heard of anybody being involved in an accident and or uh, situation where authorities had to be involved, where you had to give permission 
as yeah, to whether you, or not they had to release the, the, the you, cause of it. Yeah, where you're the one who has to say so. My guess is Usually, that's, like a, that's like a seizure or a medical thing. Because yeah. if it were an illegal drug thing, they certainly would have would have announced that. You know what, Cindy wants to help. What's up? Okay, what do you got? Yeah, I was just listening. And, you know, the thing is, if it was some kind of a medical condition, they wouldn't be able to release that to the public because of the HIPAA laws. So, yeah, and that's what we were thinking. Yeah. So it, he must have had a seizure or something that involved or something, a medical condition that wasn't an illegal drug that caused him to either pass out or lose consciousness or control the vehicle, correct? Correct, but then they can't come out and definitely say that because it right. would be a violation. So yeah. now how, Cindy, how do you know that? Um, I took medical coding and billing, and I have family members that work in the health care. All right. All right. So I know that I know that you can't anything that has to do with somebody's medical condition. You cannot release that. That's why they have you sign those papers, like at the doctor's office. Yeah, of course. Yep. Yeah, that's the sheet after the one that you sign that says you're responsible for payment. Payment is yeah. Payment is due at the time uh, of treatment. Exactly. Hate that one. <laughs> All right. Thanks. <laughs> thanks for calling. You guys have a good day. Yeah. All right. So that make, so, that may, may, may make sense to me because it, to me it sounds like, uh, like I said, if it was an illegal thing, like he was under the influence of an illegal drug or a prescription drug or something like that, um, they would have said that. Yeah. This must have been something even significantly more. Or there's a cover up. I it's mean, I, I mean, you know, I mean, it's L.A. It's, and and he's a famous person, and sometimes famous yeah. people don't want their private information out, and they can pay. To have that not happen. It's really just the gossip in me that wants to know. You know, <laughs> it really is because I don't live around there, so I don't need to yeah. know if it's a safety. Yeah, I'm not going to be driving so. on that road. But All but right. if it is, like I said, if it's an infrastructure <laughs> thing, they should put guardrails or pillow. Hell yeah, maybe get my, the my pillow guy to give them something to put there on that corner. <laughs> a lot of soft pillows. Yeah, maybe. Uh- we are pretty much right on time here at nine o'clock. Let's get into the big three at nine. Producer Guido's grabbed some sound clips for us, and let's check them out. Uh, for instance, Houston Texans quarterback Deshaun Watson. Wow. Uh, things keep getting interesting for him. He's been accused of sexual misconduct by numerous massage therapists. I think it's almost up to two dozen lawsuits now. So let's see what, like, his team, the Houston Texans, what are they saying about things? Well, the Houston Texans general manager, Nick Casario, actually came out on a team uh, team subscribe podcast and said, look, we, we, we are obviously aware of these suits. We're taking the matters very seriously. That's really the only thing that the Texans have said. I think they're leaning heavily on following the league's guidance on this. And the NFL has opened up its own investigation. It has an investigative arm uh, specifically geared towards sexual assault, domestic violence. Yeah, that's the thing that, that's a little concerning, that there's a couple of things here, obviously, Deshaun Watson having so many lawsuits against him for inappropriate behavior. But the fact that the NFL has an entire wing, an investigative wing, dedicated to domestic violence and sexual assaults. You know what would be worse is if they didn't. Uh, yeah, I guess. But I'm yeah. not sure. I'm like, like they have an entire wing. Like, that. look, the NFL is a multi-billion dollar empire. And they have an entire division set up yeah. for this. That's a problem. Yep. I, I, you know, that's an inordinate problem. I don't know that they have that at Amazon. I mean, obviously, they've got an HR department. We have an HR department. It's very rarely used, but we have one. Yeah. But for an entire division of the National Football League to be focused on that, that's indicative of a serious issue. Uh, yeah. You know what I mean? Yes, I do. <laughs> all right. So, um, Matthew McConaughey. All right. All right. All right. Love him. Hate him. 
he is seriously considering a run for the governorship of Texas. Well, he's already ready to be photogenic because he's fabulously good looking and may have the best hair guy in the history of hair guys. The only thing that I have to say is what I have said, and I'm not teasing the idea or anything. I'm actually trying to look it in the eye and give it serious consideration. I have a new chapter for myself and personally in my life. I believe it is in some sort of leadership role. I don't know what that role is. I don't know my category. So here's a question. Does that mean Matthew McConaughey is done acting? Right. They're, they're, what he's is that saying, a retirement? Is he saying he's retiring I, from acting? I think it sounds like he wants to go into something else for a while. He wants to do something a little more serious. I, I don't think he will never act again, but it sounds like he's like, you know, let me put that on the back burner for a little while. I'm very comfortable. I can do something else. There's a couple of guys that have done that, that have got into activism and politics. Uh, obviously, Sean Penn is the most famous of those. George Clooney as well. Uh, there are There's speculation that Alec Baldwin would like to run for governor in New York, but let's face it, his, his dossier is full of all kinds yeah. of misdeeds that's going to keep him from that. I don't know that Matthew McConaughey has any dirt in his closet. If he does, he better find a way to clean it now if he's going to run. Well, the rumor is he might run for governor of Texas. Yeah, exactly. So. Um, in fact, uh, he knows uh, one of his campaign aides, a gentleman named Wooderson, is telling him to <laughs> telling him to campaign at the high schools because as he gets older, they stay the same age. Yeah. Unfortunately, high school girls aren't old enough to vote. <laughs> so he got that Well, going. if they're 18. Maybe. Uh, yeah. But again, a, a dazed and Confused reference. There you go. Not advocated by this very program. All right. So here's something that uh, every once in a while, you know, we talk about the internet being both the greatest and worst thing that's ever been invented. Uh, every once in a while, you'll see a mashup, which is basically when two songs that don't belong together are thrown together and they work perfectly. I want to read a little bit of the synopsis of this song because I think it's hilarious. In 1984, anything seemed possible for Diamond David Lee, Smokey Roth. His supergroup Van Miracles was riding high on the charts with singles like Jamie's Crying the tracks of my tears and i second that eruption but their biggest hit would be tears of a panama clown which spent an amazing 17 weeks at number one on the billboard top 100 sadly the wild ride wouldn't last as too much partying massive egos infighting and smoky hagar tore the band apart let's hear that number one song from 1984 <laughs> this is awesome So well done. Yeah, it's it's not the best one I've heard. No, I think the one with "Ain't Talking About Love" is better, and yeah. I can't remember what it's uh, what it's mixed in with. But this is good. Wait, wait, wait for the hook. There's your that big three at nine. Right there. Hope you enjoyed that. Listen to Mark and Neanderthal when you get to work. Sure they're illegal. With the free KSLX app. 100.7 KSLX. Season's greetings. Hey Dude Shoes here. Hey Dude Shoes are some of the comfiest, coziest shoes out there. Step into a pair and it's like your toes have gone home for the holidays. Welcome home, toes. Hey Dude. 
good to go to. Membership fees apply after free trial. Cancel any time. Can I be real for a second? That goal you have to exercise and eat better, you really can do it. But nobody is going to do it for you. And nobody has to because you can do it if you have the right tools and a community that cares about helping you get results. And that's us, Beachbody. It's as convenient as your TV or laptop, but you need to decide that you're worth it. Let us help you succeed. Here's how. Go to Beachbody.com to claim your free membership and start feeling great.